today is another Friday interview on Gabby with Gib, this time with my friend and the star of both Winter House and Summer House, Danielle Oliveira. There are certain people over the years of interviewing celebrities and particularly, obviously, people on Bravo who I feel a little bit of an extra closeness to. And that's that's definitely true of Danielle. Actually, it's probably true of a good amount of the Summer House cast. You know, it's partially because I started doing interviews basically the same year that season one of Summer House premiered. It was back when nobody knew who the cast was and they were trying to drum up more interest in their show. And I always agreed to interview them, not only because I genuinely liked them and enjoyed talking to them, but also because I wanted to get more comfortable speaking with people I I see on TV every week, because I had immense faith that the cast and the show would succeed. And honestly, just like because being in my 20s and in New York and and occasionally doing share houses of my own, I felt a deeper kinship with this group than I could with the housewives. All that being said, Danielle and I go way back, and I've really loved watching her ascendance on Bravo. You know, it, it felt like she had a really big turning point a couple of years ago during the season five pandemic house, as I like to call it. And, you know, they were all stuck in this house together. So she was working from home and her job in banking wasn't keeping her from filming at the house on the occasional weekend like it had a lot before, which affected how much we could get to know her. And, you know, we saw new sides to her and we also got to know her then blossoming relationship with Robert. And honestly, it just felt like a treat. Like it, it, it was fun to get to know Danielle in this way on the show. And since then, the trend has continued. And while it hasn't been all rainbows and butterflies for Danielle, you know, her and Robert are no longer together. Lindsay and she nearly had a complete falling out. And it makes me very happy that they resuscitated their friendship this upcoming season. And she hasn't gotten the most well-rounded edit on this season of Winter House, which is focused a lot on her situationship with Alex. And actually, as you'll hear me allude to later in this episode, Danielle and I actually both got choked up during our last interview together back in February for my other show. It was around the time that she filmed Winter House. The breakup with Robert was extremely raw, and her falling out from Lindsay was just beginning to air and be rehashed for months online and on the show. So it was a lot to take in. And I was really looking forward to this interview with Danielle today because it felt like she had weathered that storm and come out on the other side kind of as self-assured as ever, unquestionably more positive. And now with some new arm candy, Joe Bradley from Southern Hospitality, who we heard from the show last week. You know, they struck up a fling at BravoCon. And as she revealed to me in this interview, they recently agreed not to see other people, which is huge. I love both of them and I'm extremely into this pairing. But yeah, it was also a good timing for the interview because she had just filmed the Winter House reunion, which will air in two weeks. And we're gearing up for the premiere of the next season of Summer House early next year, which tracks not only the rebuilding of her friendship with Lindsay, but also obviously culminates and Carl calling off his engagement with Lindsay. So needless to say, there was a lot to talk about and to get Danielle's perspective on. But before we get to that chat, I did want to give you all a quick little life update. As I'm sure you've seen, if you follow me on social media, I got laid off from my job at Yahoo last week after eight and a half years of the company. It was a huge shock and it was my first time getting laid off ever. And it was particularly impactful, obviously, because it happened in the lead up to the holidays. But ultimately, I do know that it will be a good thing for me. I'm I'm reminding myself of that every day. You know, it won't impact this podcast, which I started a month and a half ago and has nothing to do with Yahoo and which feels like very much fortuitous timing. But if anything, it will help me refocus my attention on it and make it even better. So obviously, I'm going to try to take some time to myself to let this huge change sink in. I've actually worked at the same company since college, including two intern summers, making my time there a full decade. But I intend for Gabby with Gib to continue as scheduled and, and to be an outlet for myself to have something to work on, to build build, eventually monetize, and to grow much more. You know, that being said, obviously, now more than ever, I'd appreciate your support in making sure you're subscribed to this and my newsletter, which I have linked in the show notes, giving us a nice review or a positive rating, and just generally getting the word out there about the show. The response so far has been extremely rewarding, and and I have some awesome guests lined up 
for the next couple episodes. So please, please, please consider supporting. And anyway, thank you again to all of you who are listening, supporting, and engaging with the show. And please enjoy my chat with Danielle Oliveira ahead of next week's Winter House season finale on Bravo. I want to gab. All right, today we're gabbing with Danielle Oliveira from the current season of Winter House, as well as, of course, Summer House, which will return to Bravo early next year. I first interviewed Danielle during the second season of Summer House, and it's been honestly just a thrill to watch Danielle's profile continue to grow on Bravo and beyond, and also just get to know her even better personally over the years. And Danielle, we always have the best interviews, and I'm so happy to have you here. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited for this, especially because it's new. It's new and you know, I was thinking I was thinking back to our last interview and we both literally cried during it. And so I think there's much much more positive things to discuss this time. I don't know. The pod is is young right now. We'll see what we get into. <laughs> it is, it is, it is. But I I I feel like you are in a much more positive headspace this th- right now, and that just makes me happy to see. So I, this is going to be a different vibe, I hope. <laughs> light, Let's keep it light, <laughs> right? Oh, well, there's there are some tough topics to talk about. So okay, okay first, okay. but I do want to say, like, first, let's do a wellness check. Obviously, you know, this season of Winter House is winding down. It's been quite quite a doozy. You just filmed the reunion, which sounds like it was also kind of a doozy. How are you holding up? Where's your head at right now? I'm good. I mean, I'm great. But the thing (laughs) is, I think I remember talking to you even before Winter House started airing. And I was like, this is going to be the best season. It's so fun. Like, I'm fun on it, whatever. And then you see it. I'm just like, huh. But what I choose to remember is different than I think what you might think I choose to remember. I'm not going off of what drama is being shown. I love every single person on that cast. And I still do to this day. That's not going to change. Like I really loved our time together and I really had the most fun. Whatever is shown is shown. I was disappointed at times to see some things. It's always hard when you're on these shows and you see what Mm -hmm. people say behind your back or in a confessional. That's the hardest part, but you know, I really did have a great time. So I'm I'm living in that space. Good, and it's it's so it sounds like you're not letting whatever was the the, the quote unquote drama around the romance stuff. What that didn't overshadow your experience for you, and you're not then you're not letting no. It. And I that what bothers me, I guess, the most is that it feels right now that it did, mm-hmm. and it really, really didn't. Like I had a fun free, sexy time. And yeah, there were some moments. And I I think the new word about me is cringe. But (laughs) at the end of the day, I'd rather be cringe than a lot of other things. I completely agree. You know, I mean, I, I feel like I'm not ever edited. I never edit myself on these things. It's it's completely raw. And so I mean, should I dial it back sometimes? I don't know. But then I feel like that wouldn't be it's not it's who I am on TV. Like it's just right. And I also think that like I hope that you're not letting any of the like commentary get to you also because it's sort of like people are kidding themselves if they think that they would not also, you know, if they've never acted in a similar way or been or been kind of emotionally entangled with something and not really been sure how to feel. Like we've all been there. You know what I mean? And so I think to yeah, it might be hard to watch and it might be cringe and it might be like that's what is being shown from you a lot in this season. But like, 
we've all been there. We've all felt those things that you're feeling. And I think to me, it's like reality TV. It's supposed to reflect the human experience in some capacity. And like, you're supposed to, you're supposed to more human than that. That's what I'm saying. So like hurt and disappointed and like that things are going on behind your back and you don't know what it is, but your intuition is telling you that that's what I felt in that moment. And it was, it was driving me a little bit crazy because I, I didn't know fully what was going on, but I still wanted to have fun. And I didn't want to bring my other like castmates, roommates into it. Although I end up doing it. <laughs> some, like, some people, right. Because it's just like, I was like, I need a pulse check. I'm like, am I, am I crazy to yeah. think this way? Um, and so that was, that was really rough, but there were so many more fun times that to me, I thought outweighed that, but you only see Good. kind of. But that's your that's your experience. And I think you should hold on to that regardless. So okay, you said going into it that you felt you were in a pretty good headspace that you were sort of ready to hook up with other people. And like, it seemed like what you want, what you genuinely wanted was to just have sort of like a fun fling in the house and to like get it in and like that just be what it was looking back and watching it back and upon reflection, do you feel like you were ready for that? Or do you feel like you wanted to be more ready than you were? Um, I think I was fully ready for it. Okay. Uh, and it wasn't that I was like wanting someone in the house. It's just like just kind of how it panned out once we went to the bars. And I was like, mm-hmm. this is going to be hard to thought out here. <laughs> so like, I think I was ready and I was in the right headspace, but I wasn't like, I wasn't going to just be so cool that you can be disrespectful. Like I'm not that cool, but I'm never going to be that cool. That's just my personality type. Like I'm always going to be a little bit like, are you... You're going to stick up for yourself. You're going to stick up for yourself. Yeah, that's how my mother raised me. And like, I don't think that's ever going to change. I'm not going to be that, that cool ever, no matter (laughs) what is happening to me in life. So what to you was the most, was the disrespectful part? Was it, was it Alex sort of playing games with you and toying with you? Was it the, the Jordan factor? What was the disrespectful part to you? I think it was a perfect storm, right? Because I went into this with Jordan and we were so happy to be single and we're friends. And I was rooting for her to, you know, get it in too. Right. Um, I think a lot of that got mis I I said things the wrong way and kind of made her feel a certain way, which I wasn't my intent. My intent was for her to get her mojo just as much as I was getting mine. It just so happens that this that that same guy sort of was there for both of you to to yeah, but she was not interested with. in him. So like, to I th- I just wish she had built a wall up a little bit or a boundary when she knew that we had been hooking up. Okay. And then from that po- point forward, I wish that there was just a little bit more like a, a girl, a girlfriend component there where I'm just like going to shut this down no matter what. And it she just did it. She kind of let it keep coming. And that's what I didn't like. And then of course, Alex, it was such a roller coaster of mixed signals and hot mm-hmm. and cold. And I, you know, there's things that he was doing that wasn't, that weren't shown that was like, you know, kind of feeding into me and him being together, like not together, yeah. but being up. And so it was just a perfect storm of all of this stuff. And I feel like at the end of the day, I was the one who was played a fool and that no one mm. likes to, to feel that way. No, definitely not. I one very specific question for you in the the most recent episode. There's that moment where they're talking in the hallway, and it seems like you overhear him say something pretty mean to treat. Yeah, call you the worst, which is very unfriendly. And Andy asked him when he was on Watch Up Live if he thinks you actually heard that or if that was sort of like what they made it look like. Did you actually overhear that comment? Yeah. 
Okay. So you actually overheard that in the moment. Not only can you hear things in that house pretty easily, I know it's huge, but their body language was very telling as well. And again, I'm a very intuitive person and yeah, a classic overthinker. So I was, I was, I was in tune with what was going on. Right. And no one was around for those kind of moments. So then when I get heated, everyone's like, whoa, where is this coming from? Can't believe that's happening. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah, and it, like there's too much like saying to, to explain and give context to it. Totally. Yeah. And I don't want to be the Debbie Downer, but I, then I end up being the Debbie Downer and it's just a whole thing and it right. explodes in the face. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, on that same Walter Hubbins Live episode, he basically said that he thought you guys were good going into the reunion taping and that you kind of came in and he was like, wait, are you mad at me? And, and Katie sort of stuck up for you and we're like, well, she probably had just watched the episodes before the film, before you guys taped the reunion. Yeah, we got four all at once. Right. So is that, what was, what was your mindset going into the reunion taping when it came to him? And I guess, what are we going to see you guys sort of figure it out there? I was hurt. I felt like betrayed. Um, I thought that I was friends with Alex at the root of everything, even if it were like we were just a fling and we we understood that that was there was a beginning and an end. It was just vacation. But Mm -hmm. at the foundation of all was like to want to be friends going. And I thought that that we were friends don't treat friends like that. You know, he likes to say I'm a lovely person, all these like nice things about me. But I think that what says more about you is when I'm not around or when someone is not on a podcast and, you know, filming you do that. Um, when you were doing things behind my back, that was way more telling than anything else. So it's really all talk. I think that was what I'm picking up from you a little bit from he, he's, he's saying a lot, but he's not backing it up when it really matters. When it really matters. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I'm just that again, I'm just that person. And maybe I should I'm trying to learn through this and maybe expect different things out of people. Right. Not everyone is going to want to be my good friend or treat me the way that I think that I should be treated. You know, I just think that I'm still going to command a very, you know, certain level of respect, but not everyone is going to, you know, want to do right by me and that's okay. And I'll just put them in a different box. And so like, that's, we're going to be friends. Everything's going to be fine. It's not that deep. It really isn't. But in that moment, I had just come off watching four episodes in a row of that. And I was like, listen, Anybody, anybody, any order would anybody would feel some type of way about that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I, I liked seeing that you and Jordan just did this page six event together. So it seems like you guys are at least on on a road to if you haven't already figured it out to figuring it out for your for your friendship going forward. Is that accurate? That's accurate. I think that, again, it was I don't want to harp on things that happened months and months ago. Mm-hmm. And again, lesson learned if that is I think that if true colors are shown, I'll just receive that understand it and just move on there's nothing to hash out like if at the end of the day like you know nothing is that serious or that big that we can't just have a fun time together totally you know best friendship i don't i don't i don't know but i just think that like i would like to believe that there's still something there between jordan and i that we can you know move forward in a really great way I, I I see it. I love both of you individually. And I feel like you, you, in some ways you approach life similarly, I think. I mean, I've interviewed both of you several times and it's sort of like, I, it seems like you see the world in a similar way, I think. And so I, I hope that you can find that because I think that you're both, I love both of you. So obviously, Danielle, that we're all, we're talking about this sort of something that happened earlier this year. 
but you are in a, you're in a different place romantically right now with someone who I love, Joe Bradley, who I, I just had on my podcast from Southern Hospitality. I saw, you, I saw. Yes, you two uh, connected in Vegas at BravoCon. It seemed like you had fun. He supported you at Watch Heavens Live in New York. You just got back from Charleston, which was like a fun weekend. What's the status to you guys? Are you just having fun? What sort of what what are the vibes right now between Danielle and Joe? Um, the vibes are high. They're really, really good. He will be back in New York for my birthday week, which is starting the 18th that whole week. So a week from now. <laughs> Love. We have decided we're not seeing anyone else. So that's 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 new. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're seeing how it goes, but we're both very excited about it. Like, I mean, in this world, a lot of things move so, so fast. It's almost like you want to like hit the brakes a little bit, make yeah. sure, you know, that we're good, but it's hard to, when you just like, you know, like magnets want to just be around each other all the time. Right. And you've been through this before where like you, you kind of go public with a, a relationship or some sort of thing and like I'm the fan no stranger to moving too fast let's listen know, I... right and, and again neither, like, no, okay. none of us are right <laughs> right but like it's it must be hard to sort of like ignore a lot of, a lot of the excitement from the fans and andy cohen is on while drummond's live talking about it and it's like yeah. people are tracking every move at this point so it's sort of like i understand what you're saying it's sort of like let's just keep it natural and flowing the way it should flow yeah, but I will say like some of our best moments just like hanging out just us two on a couch. So like I right. know that, Which I love. that at least, you know, we're good. 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 Okay, to help us switch gears a little bit to Summer House. Um, I'm, I'm curious, like, so one of the things that I've seen, if you like click on the Winter House hashtag, which is a tough place to be, I think, Ooh, for I, anybody. I done that. I don't is... think you, I just, I just went there just like just preparing for this interview and people love to play armchair psychologist, as you know, just generally people have to do that. And some people were connecting what we've seen on Winter House of like you and Alex and, and sort of how that's played out to last season of Summer House and how you reacted to the engagement and Carl and Lindsay's relationship. Is there, is there, are the underlying, are any of the underlying feelings there or like what you were going through in life, are they connected at all? Like, because I, I think the, the your previous breakups was sort of happening around last fall. So is any of that connected or like in terms of the feelings? I think if you ask any of my friends who are not on television, this is just who I am. On Got television, it. there was a, a there was times where like I was way more shy. I was way better at kind of like being a little bit more behind the scenes, not really in your face a lot. But like I do, like I'm a late bloomer in a lot of ways, but now I've I'm way more comfortable just putting myself out there and being mm -hmm. exactly who I am. I'm sorry if that that doesn't bode well for a lot of people. I'm un unhinged. I'm crazy. I'm cringe or whatever it may be. I think at the end of the day, I'm not afraid to be human. And the people who are going to love me are going to love me. And those are the ones that will get it. And those who don't, don't. And I just feel like I'm I'm okay with that. I I hate being misunderstood. Of course. That does bother me, but the correlation is correct because I am those, I am this person. There, that is a very real side to me. I'm like, I'm the first to tell you how it is. I'm very direct. I'm very emotional at times, but I'm okay with that because you should be underneath all of that is a really loyal and really good person. And if I can still wake up and look at myself in the mirror and be okay with the, the bitch that's looking back, like I'm, I'm good. Good. And I think that's a, that's a similar realization to what we were just talking about with the Jordan situation. It's like you're not necessarily 
going to be friends or, or liked by everybody. And that's a kind of an adult realization and a realization of being in the public eye, definitely. And I think that's really a, that's a really healthy thing to like try to accept too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do I, I want to be well liked by the masses? Of course. Who of doesn't? Of course. Who doesn't? But you can't win them all. And yeah. just if I if I were to take all of this feedback and, and change, I think that that would be doing myself a disservice, my friends a disservice, and honestly, the show itself a disservice. Like if yeah. you want me to be that person, I'll I'll. I am that person. So I'll be right. it. <laughs> there we go. So it makes me obviously very happy that you and Lindsay are in a fantastic place right now. And, you know, it's, I I had talked to both of you actually separately going into this season. And I mean, that's part of the reason why we got emotional last time we talked in a, yep. in a, reco- in a recorded setting, because everyone was kind of hurt and like, it was a tough thing to watch and, and to hear about what are we going to see on the show in terms of you two rebuilding that friendship, rebuilding that relationship. Cause obviously now it's in a great place, but at the beginning of filming, it was in a more precarious place. Yeah, it was, but we took Andy's advice post reunion and we sat down one-on-one solo, no one around, no distractions. And we sort of just rehashed it out and then like started talking about boundaries. Like what do we want going forward? There's a lot of things that when you're on television, like you're talking behind my back and I don't want that to happen. So we kind of like made promises to one another. Like if, if that is going to happen, cause another, like that situation where I talked to Paige and then Paige told Lindsay and yeah. just blew up. I didn't want that again. So it was almost kind of like, if we're going to move forward together in this and I do want this, Let's just like make some promises to each other, set a little boundaries and see, see where that takes us. And it took us to a really great place. <laughs> There's a lot of moments where I'm just like, are we moving too fast? <laughs> right. <laughs> another, another through line, Danielle. We're, we're learning a lot from this interview. <laughs> yeah. Like, are we moving too fast in this? But you know, the heart wants what it wants. Yes. Yeah. And I love that. How do the other women in the house play into that? Because I think that, you know, myself included i think a lot of people were heartened but also surprised to see how i mean you guys were all to dinner together and it's sort of like some of those some of those individual friendships felt yeah. particularly far fetched i mean i think if you think about lindsay and page at the reunion last year it's like whoa so but i it, think that that's what needed to happen got it it's not that like the entire house had to burn down in order for it to happen but like <laughs> kind of maybe did mm-hmm. and it felt like we were all starting from scratch again it was a weird cool feeling like okay what was said was said let's leave it at the reunion let's you know finally let's leave it at the reunion <laughs> there's nothing <laughs> more that can be said almost basically no, everything has been said if you're like you're gonna not like some things about each other but like hey let's there are some things that you do like about each other so let's yes. move that i love that a lot of things were felt brand new and light, really mm. light. Like that mm. kitchen, it's never felt lighter. Love. People actually wanted to come downstairs and like hang out. They weren't. They weren't hiding in the rooms this year. Okay, <laughs> exactly. Love exactly. that. Um, you know, we've gotten a lot of Lindsay's side of things, and I, the public has as well. And and at the Page Six event, you know, you said that Carl has his side that you don't fully believe or buy but that other people have other other people have like see a point in it basically was the quote obviously we're probably going to see some of that and hear some of that from him but from your perspective what's like the gist of his side and is it is it is it that vastly different from her side i can't say too much on his side because quite frankly i'm not on it i'm nowhere near it right but i can understand that like amanda's in a tough spot right 
navigating mm-hmm. Kyle's relationship with Carl and hearing a lot more of Carl's side. I don't, I like, I drew a line in the sand, so I don't get Carl's side. Um, I'm not Switzerland by any stretch of the imagination, but there are points that I feel like that Carl's not that kind of guy that would just blindside. Do I feel that that's true? No, I think that I'm going to want to watch it as well because there are these two sides and then somewhere, I don't know where yeah. is the reality is. And so, you know, I've been accused of blindly taking Lindsay's side before. I don't think that this is that time. I think that I, I'm it's more informed. I'm more, yeah, I, I more understand what's going on over there. I, but I do think that, you know, Carl, you know, just said one of my good friends just passed away. Carl was really nice to me. So I I can't really hate on the guy too much. He does part and he was my friend for a number of years. I don't want to believe that he is that guy that would hurt someone. So, so intentionally, Mm -hmm. maybe that's what I'm trying to say. I don't, there's a side that says it wasn't so malicious and it wasn't so intentional at that time. He didn't really know what he was doing at the time he was doing it. That's the only thing that is that gray that people might be putting it. It's like up until you've, you've known him as this good person with a good heart. And it's sort of like, how does he get to this point of doing this basically? Yeah. Right. You guys were in the same place at BravoCon. Did you have to cross paths at all? Did you have to speak at all? Or was it just sort of, okay, we're going on this panel together? With Carl? Yeah. Um. Yeah, with the Watch What Happens Live one, we were in like the same like green Holding area. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there was a moment where he was just like, hey, Danielle. And I was like, hey, Carl. <laughs> and it was so uncomfortable. It was so awkward. And, you know, I'm just like not very nice sometimes. And he was wearing this, this blazer and on the black back of it was, you know, that graffiti, like that cool yeah. thing that he did. And so I just made sure to remind him that the last time I saw him, saw him in a blazer like that was when he took Lindsay to prom. <laughs> and, I, mm. and I was like, I had to, man. And Tough. He was just, Tough. He's like, I deserve that. <laughs> because like, you know. Yeah, I play nice. I might as well just like break the tension, like with a machete. Um, and so I did. Mm. I think that's why, one of the reasons why people love you. You know, you're you're you're, you're willing <laughs> you're willing to it do was, it. Yeah, it you're willing to do it. Uncomfortable. Yes, so. yes. Well, Danielle, it sounds like this upcoming season of Summer House, we're going to see a lot of of positive direct. Like you're going to be moving in a positive direction with friendships and. And we're going to see you build your business, which I'm really excited to hear about because we've been hearing about it. And it's, I think we saw that you filmed at the launch party. What can we expect in terms of that personal journey for you? Because I think when you first came onto the show, it it you were the person who, you know, worked at a bank and you had the really intense job. And, you know, you've really broken out of that in a really, I think, welcome, really cool, inspiring way. Tell me about sort of what we can expect from that uh, this coming season. A lot of great conversations with Lindsay included, you know, a lot of part of our, our friendship that I wanted was for her to ask me more questions about what was going on in my life. And right. there's there's that, which I really appreciate. There's, you know, leaning on like Kyle and Paige and asking their advice. Um, there's talking to my brother, my mom, like a lot of vulnerability surrounding going out and risking it all, not mm-hmm. having a safety net. It's scary. I put that out there. You know, I'm I'm single. I'm having fun, but at the end of the day, what's the most important is you know my baby, my my company. So there's going to be a lot of 
you know, just vulnerability. And I have a great conversation with Chris Leone, who, you know, that's, he, he gets it, um, being a minority that's trying to do something in, in the fields that we try to do them in it's, it's hard, you know, it's hard to break through. So there's going to be a lot of yumminess like that. And then, you know, a lot of rallying and support for me, which I loved. That's awesome. That's I, I, I love to hear that. And I can't wait to see the winter house reunion, this, <laughs> the, this, this season of summer house again, just the, the, I, I feel so grateful to be, to be sort of, you know, front row seat to, to, to your whole journeys. Thank you for taking the time today. And I always appreciate your Thank candor you. and, and vulnerability. And um, I can't wait to, to talk soon. Wait, we didn't cry. This is such we a We didn't win. cry. Yay oh, for us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Danielle, right, thank you, you so much. Yeah, I love you too. Thank you for listening to the show. Subscribe to Gabbing with Gabe on any podcast platform to listen to new episodes and subscribe to Gabbing with Gabe on YouTube to watch full-length versions of our interviews. We'd also love your support with a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can follow me at Gibsonoma on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And keep up with all things Gabbing with Gib at Gabbing with Gib on Instagram and TikTok. Gabbing with Gib is an independent podcast hosted by me, Gibson Johns. It's produced by myself and Riley Dabbs. Graphics are by Rachel Roth and our cover art photography is by Troy Hallahan. If you want to reach out about guest booking, sponsorship, or advertising opportunities, email us at gabbingwithgib at gmail.com. Thank you again for your support and see you next time.